The wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know. This is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Good afternoon, I'm Graham Cotton and welcome to Three Grains on My Podcast. I'm joined by co-host Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. Welcome, Kel and Axel. Good afternoon, gents. Cotto, I'm feeling very underdressed today. <laughs> Gene Kelly has <laughs> come in a shirt and tie. Rooster tie. <laughs> of course it's a rooster tie. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he'd been to a 50th or a funeral. But no, anyway. I was just trying to raise the tenor. I, I, we, we've got... We've got a fair gap to our ceiling, I reckon, guys. <laughs> no doubt about that. I was thinking underpants and thongs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we can keep bringing the bar down low and you can try and lift it. Do you guys wear underpants? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very special occasion if I'm wearing them. <laughs> Some breaking news, NRL breaking news, guys. Bulldogs coach Trent Barrett has opened up about his so-called agreement with the Panthers and his new position at Canterbury. I'm going to skip the whole lot I've got in here, but he was asked by Mark Guy if, if whether or not he's actually going to honour it, and he said, um, yeah, yeah, definitely, I've got a good relationship with the uh, GM, Matt Cameron, and with Ivan Cleary. He said, however, Bob Fulton told me one day when I was at Manly, he said, don't worry, we won't take any of their players unless it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> so... I dare say he's going to take some of their players. Bozo, Fulton, Noel, Cleo, Kerry, Bostead, um, John Harvey. <coughs> David Gillespie. No, I'm thinking from <laughs> when he went from the Roosters back to Manly. Yep. After he'd been coaching. Yeah, and then, then he proceeded to bring in Gillespie. Um, you know, a league of doing this. So Ray Brown, Griffith yeah. boy mm. from West uh, Manly. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's a famous yeah, played for Australia from Reserve Grade. He did, yeah. yeah. Two and 82 kangaroos from Reserve Grade. Yeah. yeah. So if Guy thinks that Barrett's not going to rate any plays, he's got the wrong <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> every coach in the NRL, when they've changed club, they've taken plays. And, and every every club's pinched players from every yeah. club. It's just going to be ongoing. Apart right. from the Roosters, we develop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on to them in a minute. <laughs> So the NRL club, uh, also the Bulldogs, snared a big signing, I reckon, and Axel, you'd probably agree, Steve Hansen, the former All Blacks coach. Yeah, so he's going to focus on, on culture development, but he's the high-performance coach to come across. I think this is a, an interesting but really great signing, actually, for the code. I, agree, I reckon you guys will have the best hacker in the <laughs> league. It's interesting they've had the Bulldogs about a couple of weeks, haven't they? Yeah. They made some signings. Yeah. 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 Steve Price went for Steve Hanson, yeah. by the way. Yeah. So, former Bulldogs player, great yeah. player. So, new coach, uh, half a new board. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. I think, yeah, yeah, I think they've um, made some big changes in, and, they, and they needed to. Interesting the cross pollinisation with um, Hanson coming in. The Roosters have picked up Michael Jacker yes. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, that cross pollinisation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, learning from each other. Yeah, maybe they couldn't get a job in the other field, though. <laughs> Dogs um, nabbed Avarello. He's a Jake Avarello is a, a young player, up and coming player. It was sought after by other clubs, so that was a good signing for them. And they just keep rolling for the Dogs. They signed Kyle Flanagan for three years from the Roosters. Uh, they signed Jack Hetherington from, uh, well, he's from a Penrith player. Played a little bit for the Warriors this year. They also have signed Kotrick. And they're talking to Matt Burton, Brett Naden, Isaiah Yo, and Josh Adokar. Yeah, he's recommended himself to Penrith. Well, he said he will, yeah, but he hasn't yeah. signed anything. Yeah. So we discussed last week, and I think we threw up Mitchell Pierce um, back to the Roosters. Yeah. No, no way they signed him. <laughs> A few days later, yeah. Uh, talks on that uh, they've uh, moved Flanagan on for, for Pierce. Nah. No, I think they've moved him on for this next one, which is. Uh, apparently they brought in Sonny Bill well Sonny Bill Williams is trying to convince Suwali. teenage prodigy Joseph Suwali away from South Sydney to the Roosters because they can fit him under their cap he's only asking for one plus million and they're trying to re-sign Tedesco no he's a fullback <laughs> so, 
So, so who's the replacement for flooding this guy? No. <laughs> Sam Walker. Yeah, allegedly. Um, or Adrian, Adrian Lee and Jeff Lachlan. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. But the, the, the Suwali thing worries me a bit. It, um, I just hope Uncle Nick's not too interested in um, sticking the finger up at Russell Crowe. Hmm. Because Angus Crichton... I think he could be lost because of this year. He, he is our best performing forward. He played well this year. Yeah, yeah. He played well last year too. Have a look at the final series he had last year. First he, time I've heard Kel question Uncle Nick. <laughs> yeah, so true. He'll find a way. Is there cracks? Yeah. Cracks appearing in the roost. Well, luckily they don't have a salary cap to worry about. Oh, I'd rather... I wouldn't like to lose Crichton for this guy. Well, Suwali. No, be... they, they reckon he's a generational player. Yeah, they reckon he's like a Greg Inglis type. He's ready as to play now, apparently at 18, 17. As opposed to Kyle Fleming. They didn't think too much of him. Yeah, a lot of lost. Lined him up. No, yeah, a lot of So you reckon the old man had a bit to do with it? A lot to do with it. I think he's a good sign for the Bulldogs, so They need to have like a decent yeah, old man. So. God, Robbie McCray could come out of five and play for you guys. You know, <laughs> <laughs> other news. Uh, so Knights are um, moved on, well, Sione Mother Utah, who was one of the youngest players to play for Australia. He was the youngest. Mm, he yeah. is still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's going to St. Helens um, and allegedly North Queensland playmaker Jake Clifford, who you remember might play half or 5'8 with Morgan there. He probably won't get much time. He's looking to move to Newcastle. And Marshall's going to the so, Cowboys as a backup. Yeah, I think this is a good good outcome for Knights. Definitely, I, I rate Jake Clifford. I think he's a good player. He, he is. Yeah, he just I'm, doesn't get an opportunity. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised they're letting him go. Um, Parramatta allegedly talking to. He might as well be born again, Bryce Cartwright. Um, and a few other signings of Benji going. Cowboys. To, to yeah. Cowboys. He's good friends with Top Eight, and so I think that's uh, yeah, isn't that a big up yours after he trashed them in the two thousand five <laughs> yeah, the, the flick bars. Yeah. So uh, state of origin. So there's cuts. Did you know? That, did you hear this, guys? That uh, the players are playing for twenty grand less per game. Poor buggers. <laughs> ten, ten grand a game. Poor buggers. Yeah. Why? So why is it? Because uh, of the crowd irrevenue. Just the game in general needs okay. to. I think uh, it's going to cost them. Uh, one and a half million less than it would normally across the board. So, uh, yeah, I'd, there would be a head, there'd have to be a haircut there for that reason. Adelaide Oval, how many much over the game? 30, Forty? Did they have Forty at the? No, thirty. Yeah, no, thirty. Yeah, yeah. Well, Just, I'm guessing thirty. Yeah. Um, part of the reason was that the the Boy, unless you count heads, obviously. Apparently, the other reason was that the the um, players. Association said for the longevity of the game in the following year to make sure they can maintain the revenues or the income for the players rather than take cuts there, they're sort of trimming it as they go through other avenues like the state of origin, which makes sense. I look to get 30 grand a game for origin is ridiculous because you play origin, you're adding more than 30 grand to your (laughs) annual contract. With a club anywhere. Yeah, when you sign. So you're, you're not going to say, uh, no, I'm not getting 30 grand, I'm not playing Origin. Interesting you know, to know. They're all going to play. Yeah, that's right. You, you play for nothing because these guys what have... it adds to your value in yep. your club. Do they have bonuses in it already? Into the, possibly, if they play oh, yeah, they're, Origin they're club contracts. Or win comps. So they doubled it, really, yeah. in some ways. Um, other news, Melbourne CEO resigned, so he's now moved to the Broncos. He hasn't yet. Dave Donahue. He hasn't been sold by the Broncos yet, has he? Well, he's speculation is that he will. Yeah. Because the other guy's gone. Yeah. yeah. Why, well, why, whether why, he wants to or not. Why was they hanging around till the next appointment? And but it wouldn't have mattered. He wouldn't have been there. Uh, yeah, Donahue, I reckon he'll sit out the exclusion period and then be announced. Yeah. The NRL has backflipped on the decision to scrap the national anthem at this week's State of Origin. So well, they had it in place 24 hours later, they reversed it based after that? a phone call. Get so much airplay, honestly. <laughs> just... why, why do they even feel that they need to make that decision as no. an organisation? Well, 
Players, if they don't want to sing it, don't sing it. If yeah, they want to no, take a knee, take a knee. They've never sung it because they don't know the words. <laughs> None of them do. No, because there's more than three syllables in a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to sing it, don't sing it. If you want to sing Most it, Most of them from New Zealand anyway, aren't they? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Certainly in the rugby. Yeah. So the NRL's argument was that it wasn't an international game. So the no national anthem. Yeah. But every major event but, in Australia, no matter whether it's international or not, usually is nationally. What was interesting, they said they were going to continue to play at internationals and the grand final. <laughs> What's the difference? So rugby league, do they, they play at the grand final? Yeah. 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 Semi finals? Yeah. No. Oh, no, 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 no. They wouldn't have shown on to AFL do semi finals, I thought they did. They definitely the grand final, they do. Grand final, they do. Yeah. NRL, definitely not. Maybe they don't. You yeah, might be right. Do they line up for the semi? No, I, 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 I don't reckon they do for prelims. <coughs> um, Excuse me, sorry. And, and I don't think they should either. So you, uh, unless you're going to do it every game all year. The state of origin, they say, is a bigger game than the NRL Green Finals. And test matches. Yeah, viewers will watch. So yeah, it's yeah, the pinnacle yeah, of the yeah, game. Yeah, it is. I mean, so there's probably an argument there. That Did you hear about the latest cover up? The Cowboys player rendezvous. Haven't heard this story? This is a true story. Well, allegedly. It's in the paper. No, it was in the Sydney Morning Herald today. So, apparently, um, a player, they were boarding flights, the Cowboys in 2018, were boarding flights, oh, about to board flights, and um, one of the players, that would just go open up a can, by the way. Um, uh, thanks for the cans, Kel. Oh, sparkling spring water. A spring water, you gotta get a word down. Um, <laughs> so apparently, one of the players um, went into the, one of the toilets, cubicles, and was joined by a female who was working for the club at the time. This is never happened. Sonny Bill Williams. Never happened. Yeah, Sonny Bill Williams, man. Yeah, Candace. Williams come out and make a big statement about it. Yeah, on um, that, whatever that show is, SAS or whatever. Um, so, what was worse than that, though, was that. When the husband found out about it, he was pretty angry. So the guy, the player was married. The player was married. The woman was married, but not to each other, obviously. And when the player, uh, the, sorry, the, the, the husband of the woman found out, approached Peter Parr, the manager. Again, this is all alleged. And they end up, he was so rogue, they end up offering Valium, or some form of medication, which has now turned out to be Valium. He happened to be a truck driver. So when he was driving down the road after this, he was pulled over and was tested on drugs. And the story goes that he um, he made a complaint, an official complaint to the to the Integrity Commission. This is in twenty eighteen, and they chose never to disclose this. Rushed it under the table. And and now Pa's actually not denied it. What's worse than this? Remember the story about the the doctor issuing Sambodas. Yes, medication on someone else's name. That's the same allegation about this doctor Ball that he gave the Valium drugs to this guy, this husband, I guess to keep him quiet, and um, but wrote a different script for someone else. Criminal offence. Another one, possibly. Yeah. So the. Where did Australian you health. Stuff from, this is off the news. Yeah, yeah, Oscar, yeah. This is on the news today. Yeah. The first part of the story sounded like. Uh, I was making it up. And Anthony <laughs> <Steve>. <laughs> <laughs> so the Australian Health Practitioner Regulation Agency are set to investigate Dr. Ball for this incident. Mm-hmm. The, the Cowboys released a statement and it said, so this is. I'm not making this up. The Cowboys are aware of a series of allegations published by the Sydney Morning Herald today. The club is providing its full support to the parties. Blah, 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 blah. As you know, I was currently investigating. It's not appropriate for the club to, or to connect, uh, to be connected to the parties to make any further comments. So, there you go. What ended up happening to the um, South Sydney doctor? Yeah, I don't know. That's still under investigation. It's under under a bit of carpet. Ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, Cotto will make his decision, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've already hung it. Yeah. They're already hung in quarter, don't yeah. you worry. He controls, uh, he controls a lot. Uh, <laughs> me and the uh, the old player managers, we we're on oh, tight yeah. leash. Uh, AFL news. So Essendon have sacked head of football, Dan Richardson. 
uh, on the eve of the trade period, which was interesting. Um, and player movers got. What, the, what, do you, what do you reckon with Essendon? Dan Richardson, the right guy to. Yeah, Dan Richardson, the right guy to sack, or does it need to be higher? It's obviously a cultural problem. If you've got got three of your top half a dozen players wanting to leave, that that is a problem. Another one saying, I'll stay for. So who's going? Who who said they're going again? Down Yeah. Sad. Sad. Fantasia or Fantasia, yeah. And then you've got. I haven't got him on my list. McGrath, Merrick. Oh, Merrick saying he's going to stay, yeah. yeah Merrick's right. staying. Yeah. No, For a got, year, You've got so. McGrath sitting out there one year down the track. Yeah. So you mentioned yeah. Joe Denneher. He's joining the Brisbane Lions. Cats Harry Taylor retired. We, we mentioned that last week. North Melbourne signed Aidan Core from the Giants. Can we leave out Isaac Smith? Joins Geelong. Hawk Isaac Smith no, joins Geelong. That one? Yeah, that one. Uh, GWS that's, Jeremy that's Cameron joined the, the he, he Geelong played. Cats. He, he wants to win another flag. Look at the Hawks. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Kill. Oh, he's oh, happy oh. not to win one in a couple of years, but you don't jump from Hawthorne to Geelong. That's, that's, that's Carlton to Collingwood. Yeah. It's all about winning the flag. Winning the flag. Yeah. And it probably wouldn't be a money thing there. I'm what about sure it? What, I mean, no, how did Geelong? Well, it can't be about money because Geelong don't seem to have a salary cut. They, they absolutely don't. Jeremy Cameron, he wouldn't be going for. So it. you look at you, know, you look at those trades and you go, Ooh, I reckon GWS. Um, this place, good players jumping ship there. Oh, and then they're why, in strife. Why yeah. are they? They were they were in a they was bond yeah, two years ago. ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're. So Pete Shaw's what retired yeah. now, isn't he? Or close to it. He won't play for GWS. Yeah, yeah, I reckon he has gone. He, has. I'm pretty sure he won't be playing for GWS. I reckon anyway. Canelia must be yeah. looking back going, oh, I wish I'd taken that Hawthorne gig because. <coughs> well, they're not going to win with him anyway. Well, no. He's had a bad year. Not for, he, he did, but you're getting the, the GWS disintegration starting to happen like it's they they held it together really well for a period of time um, better than the Suns did but now you're starting to see a lot of Suns about so Leon Cameron's still a coach does he need to go he's feeling like it doesn't he I reckon there'll be some pressure on this year I think Um, because they because it's where where it's located in Sydney they need to be winning Swans is more attractive because it's warm beachside a little bit, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like it's a fair drive to training if you lived in the eastern suburbs and you've got to go. Get a black tower. You've got to go to black tower. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to play the SCG or do you want to play at Skoda Stadium? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, okay. I mean, you could live in the <coughs> 15 minutes from work. Absolutely. So that's, yeah. That's, no, that's going to be the problem. And another Giants player, Zach Williams, allegedly he's um, putting... <laughs> you talk talking about the other club with us. Carl. Yeah, I'm not playing him. I'm not playing him. i I'm not playing him. I'm not playing him. I'm not playing him. i i not i not i they either go the so what's league, wrong with it? the league soccer model where there is free agency, or so it's open you slow. go back and say, "Do you want to get out? Go to the draft." Yeah, because it's it's only favouring the rich at the moment, isn't it? The prosperous clubs like Geelong, for example. Um, favoured, I reckon it favours favours the player. Yeah, it absolutely does. It, puts the, it takes the onus off the club on the player. The player, if he's any good, he's been there eight years, which I think is the free agency period. Um, they become a restricted free agent at that time. They say, oh, I'm going to try my hand on the market, um, contracts up. And 
I think it's good for the player. There's no two ways but about it. Is it good for the game? They nominate where they go. They, they nominate they, where they go. And the club's still got a, a, an opportunity to say... To match. Oh, gee, Zach Williams. I think, I think he's going to be at our club for the next six, six years. And we're willing to pay X. Now, it could be... Um, He's got the opportunity then to either make the decision to stay or go. But so he, is he, he going, is he going to drive his... Street. Is he trying to drive his price up? So that's where I think it's good for the player. Um, and he wants to get to another club to win the flag. So the struggling clubs, definitely. They, North know, Melbourne. He has not made North Melbourne for... Yeah. Has anyone? I, I, the only reason he'd go there is for money. I, so I, if, call, point there, yeah. if it was a money thing, the, the player is the one that benefit. And the clubs that benefit. So it depends so on where they are in their career. A, uh, a good, you know, I don't know whether he's any good or not, Aiden Call, but um, obviously North Melbourne think he is. Yeah, so, I was going to say, you've got the, the, the clubs have the ability to match. Mm-hmm. So, but how many clubs ever have? Um, I'm sure there's some. I'm sure no, we, no, no one ever has. No, there might be many we don't yeah, know. Right. No, no, some no, you wouldn't know. No, no, they have to. Because when they nominate, they've got 48 hours to match. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying they might have already made the decision. To, no, they've made of course they do, because the scenes, what yeah. are you going to Are you going to yeah. match? When you start negotiating. And you're going to match, in Zach Williams' case, yep, we'll give you six years, 850000 and Zach Williams says, No, I'm going. I don't want to be here. Yeah, I'm going to throw my ass in the corner yeah. and you're going to pay me nearly a million bucks a year. Because it just ruins your culture. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, why, why are they jumping in the first place? Well, that's what like, you need to solve. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want to win a flag maybe in the next one or two years. But if, you, if the club has got their, you know, everything in order, good culture, they won't. And, they, and every club should be striving with a flag within five or six year period. I would have thought. I'm so sure yeah, we've had you've this got conversation your, before. You've got your football department in order that they won't be looking to jump ship and that's why I reckon there's a problem with Essendon and that's why there's a problem with Jedi. Yeah. I, I still think to this day it comes to, and I think we've talked about this before, if you don't have the talent and you don't feel you have the talent around you, then you're never going to win a championship. Come so, back to the recruiter. You need mm, a good recruiter. Yeah, good they're gold. Department. But um, GWS had the talent. Yeah, obviously they've got and the they should have won a flag. And yeah. look, the they'll, they'll, they'll get more talent out of this year's draft because losing all those free agents, they can get loaded up. With yeah, but can they hang on to them? Can they hang on to them? Or is it another three-year well, cycle? Cameron's been there 10 years. Has he been there that long? Well, that's why well, he's looking around. Yeah, yeah. So but he obviously he doesn't feel he can win. He's won their, he's won their uh, goal kicking every year since he's been there. Yeah. And, and they've moved a lot of other guys in that forward line on to keep him there. Who yeah. was the guy that went to Hawthorne? And the guy that went to, uh, that went to Freo from um, GWS. He played forward as well. So it's oh, yeah, Cam McCarthy. McCarthy. So oh, there's yeah. some good forwards that have moved on. Now, potentially, they've got a hole at full forward. <laughs> the other guys have moved on. Now he's going to move on. They're talking about the so. Jesse Hogan back. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that's a risk. End of the club. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, he's a bit older now. So I, I know the AFL have committed to 30 years for the Suns and GWS. I just... It'll take that long to build a culture because I reckon both clubs probably still feel very plastic to the players, to the supporters, mm-hmm. and no disrespect to either club, but they don't have 100 years of history. Um, or 50 years of history, or even Freo's 20 or 30 years now. Um, and even like Freo and West Coast and Port and Adelaide. They got history before the AFL. Correct. Yeah. Um, and even if the, the Crows didn't per se, Port definitely did. But the fans had a connection to a local club and then the Crows about in a football state so they could latch on to them. And it's not as if the AFL hadn't tried. You, you look at you look at who, so when they were both inaugurated into the, into the league, you've got Sheedy at GWS, they've got all the draft mm. picks in the world, and you've got <coughs> um, you know, Guy McKenna 
Yeah. You had all the big name coaches, uh, the biggest, Gary the biggest, Ablett, biggest yeah. player in the last 30 mm. years, Gary Ablett. Possibly ever, play. yeah. yeah. And speaking Stevie of which, Johnson, all that, yep. I, I do have to, I did send you guys a text early in the grand final the other night saying, Abbott injured, they're buggered, he's a great player but not tough. I have to eat my words. He came back on. He was tough. And literally, he, didn't, he doesn't take a needle either. Probably not. But did he help by coming what, back on? What would you have done? As a player uh, or as a coach? If you're playing, should, you're playing. Should Gary Ablett have put the team before himself, knowing that he wasn't fully fit, to come back on? Even grimacing. Uh, you could hardly hold the ball, yeah, could you? Yeah. I, I don't know. Some owners have got... If you're a coach and he says, yeah, I want to go on... Um, you got five minutes previously. You would have been a big call. Was um, there someone who could play better than with a busted shoulder? Oh, probably. I think, well, in hindsight, it's easy to say that in hindsight, yeah. if they had a one and he's gone into a busted shoulder. Um, when did he hurt himself? In, early in the game, was it? Five minutes. Well, they're yeah. up 21 points at half time. Yeah. So they weren't going too bad at that stage. Yeah, they like walked over, didn't they? Oh, yeah, from half time onwards, Bridgeman were coming. Yeah. And the, the Panthers got. Rolled by Storm, we should cover that while we're here, talking about the green finals. So that was... And they got smashed that, in the first the 20, Was it 22-0, 26-0 uh, at one stage. So, yeah. You can't give them that, that sort no. of start. And the Penrith did come back, but that no. was too much. Yeah. I think I was up to exhibit H, though, from refereeing mistakes. That was in the first time. Let's go back to the practice <laughs> podcast. <laughs> two refs. You need two refs in that game these mm. days. No, you just need too one many, good one. Too many errors? There is, there is there's too much to watch. There's the 10 metre line, there's the ruck, which is so, like, it's been, Perfect. it's important it's been squared by the six again rule. There's just too much to watch for one guy. Have, sure. a, have a dominant ref and a, 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 yeah, yeah, or a whatever, but. But the blokes there, upstairs and the blokes on the sideline need to have more <laughs> the blokes on the side. No. Not they're the blokes in the stick. They're not the guys they should be they be set in the tent. So they're not all blokes. They should be. Just, just they should be. If, if they break the 10 metres, whack the flag up, yeah. just like soccer. Offside. Offside. Absolutely. It's simple. Yeah. I don't know. Because they're not very good. They're not very good at seeing the other stuff, which is along the line. So the one thing they have to do is watch the line. It's not get that wrong. You've seen Goal kicks where one flag goes up yeah. and one flag stays yeah. down. <laughs> they can't even work yeah. where they went. And by the way, I've just got to point out, not, they're not all blokes, some of them are females. Particularly the year. And they, they, they are as bad as the blokes. They're trying to cut costs in a, you know, in a year that went. We love the friends. Why don't they divvy up the. Uh, oh, we'll just get rid of them. Imagine you could have like a, you know, you've got te technology and cricket and whatever. So maybe they could just have one across the line where they should be 10 metres back. If they breach it before the ball's played, boop, automatic whistle. Don't need what a ref. Save them money. What about a roster system? Someone from head office has to come down and run a line or, or ref. So you get Nick's off it a few times. Nick's off it a few times. Nick's but Especially the Roosters going to do a good job. I actually like your suggestions, but like the, the world yeah. record line in swimming. Yeah. That's your 10 metre line. Yep, yeah, just got to be there. Because yeah. as players, they actually know where it is by instinct because they're constantly running back 10 metres. Yeah. They, they breach it early, but they at, roughly know where it is. There might be a little bit of leeway that they have either side of the mm, line. Margin. Yep. They could do that quite easily oh. if they look at it. Roosters would be onside all day. I was just going to say, that, that, I was just thinking about that leeway Axel was talking about. And the, the Bulldogs are going to have like four metres we on need the it. side. We need it. We do need we it. We need something. Yeah. If you're um, on the bottom, then the leeway line's a bit larger. So today, um, guys, I thought we'd, we'd touch oh, on. Oh, yeah, before yeah. we go. Oh, well, no, I was going to talk about this topic you want to talk about. Yeah, no, no, no. But before that, by the same oh, right. it's, got, it's got some more ferret yeah. legging. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some no, competition to the I, I actually, I've come up with something 
Well, I bet you have. You guys and your wives would enjoy. You get participate in. How many red wines did you have below? At this point, Kel, I'll just talk, just drop a little thing that I actually spoke to your wife during the week. I asked her, has she been listening to the podcast? And she said, well, I turned it on, the first couple, and all I heard was his voice. And given I hear too much of it at home, I turned it off. (laughs) So hopefully there's other listeners that aren't listening to you. Anyways. So. (laughs) What are you looking at me for? Andy, I Uh, I reckon you both. uh, This is going to rely on you guys getting in. This is going to rely on um, international borders opening up, but the US swinging competition <laughs> was due to US swinging competition. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't want to know where this is going. <laughs> it's probably from the old. It wasn't that. It was, <laughs> it was due to be old this weekend. Or the one behind. What's, what's the one yeah, behind that he's talking about? The 50th anniversary was yeah. the one behind. So, Brimson Avenue, it's, there you go. It's been pushed back to... Swinging um, between thank, both thank, places. Thank Foster Place and Grimson Avenue. Year. There are Christmas. there are both couples events and teams events. I <laughs> bet there is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just... Relaying the information. Well... And what's um, the competition part of it? Yeah. So, the teams events... How many strokes? I think I think you're getting the right idea. Maybe you find <laughs> the right idea before. The, the, you had what? The, you had it up earlier. The, the, <laughs> the, the team that placed second in the team's event last year was called Shag Time 2. <laughs> Where do you find this stuff? Yeah. Like YouTube or RedTube? <laughs> What's RedTube? No <laughs> <laughs> idea. What are you talking the about? The team that won the... the um, and this is a bit of a worry, actually. Junior Shag Dance Team won the, <laughs> won the, the team's event. So I reckon you guys, and I reckon the girls would enjoy it. What would your team be named, Kel? <laughs> what would your team be named? You, you and Kerry, what would you call your team? I can't dance, so I couldn't. Oh, it's a dancing competition. Yeah, oh. sweet. What did you oh. guys think? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Where'd Shag come out of it? Uh, okay. They won. Shag Dance Company won the dance, the, the team competition last year. No wonder Kerry switched off at episode <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, do you put this trivia across her, her bow as well? Because I, I know one that she's running. <laughs> that, that would require her talking to <laughs> <laughs> So um, there's been a bit of debate here earlier about whether or not sport should be put on the pedestal it is or uh, I guess ahead of many other businesses in Australia, as it has. Um, so I'm interested to know your thoughts on whether or not you feel it's justified. It's you know, we've been through the whole season of rugby league and the whole season of AFL now, but not at a junior level, only at a, a national level. Many other sports are not playing yet, but are about to. So rugby's starting to come back, basketball's starting to come back, netball's been back. Um, you know, not at a grassroots level in many cases. So what are your thoughts? Is it Has it been justified? Well, it's all about the money at the end of the day, I, I think, and that's why uh, someone like a Volandis uh, or the AFL or it wasn't um, anyone else saying, geez, we've got to get rugby league back. I think that's probably part of it too, to be honest. probably too prompting um, the, the amount of, people that rely on rugby league or AFL, that was a big driver for those organisations. So you're talking about employees or fans? Both. Well, I would say for money, for the, it was the employees, the amount of people that are employed, whether that's directly or indirectly. So so why does that make league, getting league back more important than getting Tourism. Pe- people into Queensland to go on fishing charters? Because of the employees of the fishing charter, or so did anyone, <clears throat> the boss of the fishing charters companies in Australia, go and lobby government, go and do everything that Landis and his team did to get it back. So if, 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 if everyone has sat back, if they did, say I'm a fishing charter, I say I'm going to have a bubble. 
I'm going to have people quarantined before they go on my charter. Do you reckon the government would have said, yeah, okay, no worries? And, and had, what, had to try and manage 3,000 bubbles across the Simulators state. across the state, yeah, yeah. So why, was rugby, why do you think rugby league were able to and, and the fishing charter incorporated were not? Because they had a bit more clout at the table because of the effect it has I, I on the economy. And the the social spirit. Yep. The the, the uplift factor. I think uh, the other thing would be that social benefits from this are unrecognised. Well, they're acknowledged but not probably recognised well enough. Mental health's a big issue in Victoria at the moment because they've been locked up for so long. You know, the, the amount of calls to... Lifeline and those sort of places just gone through the roof. So sport can be an outlet, even if it's just at, you know watching it on TV. So not having it, may, the governments may have looked at it and said, you know what, we need to have something to distract their attention. Otherwise, other than just mobile phones, social media. If anyone's watched Social Dilemma, they'll know what I'm talking about. Um, r- opposed to that, then they can watch sport and be involved in that. You know. You know me, but I love my football teams, love my sport more than most things in the world. <laughs> not, not all things. Um, kids. Why? That delay is really bad. Again, lucky character. I'm centering. But why not movies? How come we could have fans back into the footy at half capacity? Can you not go to the cinema at the moment? Well, you, well, you watched yeah. it. Didn't you watch the release? <coughs> at home. Uh, yeah, home. yeah. So what new release he watched? The, we don't want to talk about on, on air. Red <laughs> tube. The days the days of the movie theatre are becoming less and less. I they always you, were. You can they always free, were. You can free stream at home. Yeah, but... And the, have a couple of beers. But and invite a few mates around. We went and watched the original Star Wars, the original three Star Wars, recently at the... Are you telling me your television's not big enough? <laughs> not to mention the three rooms yeah. that have got the screen well, in it. You have to get up and walk over and push the buttons that change the channel. Yours. Yeah, that, <laughs> home, be that was from one room, room to the next. Yeah. So, back on our topic. <laughs> you brought up <laughs> movies. No, it's not quite as big as cinema. I've been to his place. It's only got 50 seats. So, so why didn't basketball go? Correct. But, yeah, but, but was the head of basketball... No, they couldn't afford to. No players. No, oh, Sorry, no fans. That was the biggest revenue generator. What's that? Basketball. Whereas in rugby... Let me all go back to what Kelsey. said. Why don't the players play for nothing? Mm. They love the game. Because the clubs don't make any money and they would be going broke. But the, but the but players are playing for, for nothing. nothing. No, but there's still a cost to running the sport. So where's the money come from? So what, what's the cost? Oh, well, well, how about transport? Unless you're in one location. They're, they're all yeah, around uh, Australia. Do you uh, yeah. Accommodation, yeah. Do, do coaches. You, do your Disney hub, just like the yeah, NBA did. But the, but the NBA's got a... They, well, they had Orlando, which is a much bigger place to do it. Where do they do it in Australia? Melbourne, Sydney. Maybe. you got... Um, wouldn't con- do it in con- Victoria. Park, they're, they're, I wouldn't do it in Victoria, just got like, well, maybe now, but not then. But they could have done a hub in Adelaide or whatever it is. Guys, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, and tried to do it. But then there's the cost of the accommodation, and they're not as big as rugby so league or AFL. So put them in three-star. No, we're just assuming. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm so, just, I don't know I the mean, full answers. Seriously, so, if you'd said to a broadcaster, you can have this content for the cost of the accommodation and feeding these guys for the next 10 weeks. Having worked with and coached um, Afro-Americans that come over and play for in Australian basketball, not one of them will play for nothing. Who cares? So you, you don't need them. No, game, one will, no one will watch it. What yeah. you're saying is it does come down to the dollar. You don't it want does. to watch it. No one would watch it. Nobody would watch it. Well, so then the sports bugger anyway. It is. There's no arguments. <laughs> so that's the reason no other sports. So why are they bringing in the jumper jacks? 
Because there's interest in a local level, in Australian level, as long as it has international flavour. So you think about Lamello Ball coming out, right? To play in the Illawarra. Without him... In in financial... Yeah. So without him, would they have been anything? No. Uh, uh, Let's let's pick... Who was another team? Have a look at all the teams. They have three imports. All the teams across the league. It's not sustainable, then. Well, it is if you have fans, but if you don't have fans, no. They play 30-odd games. And the the numbers were going through the roof before COVID, so... So what happens uh, next year? Let, let's say the NBL. Yeah. Um, well, they're a bit we, back, I think. So we have another outbreak. And they can't have fans at the game. They're, they're screwed. That potentially they really is another year out. Two years and I don't think they... Well, they may recover, but it'd be a lot harder. Well, because well, they're, they're talking about a, a vaccine at the end of next year. Potentially. What, 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 what's harder for the NBL to recover, though? Harder to recover? What, if you're not making any revenue? Yeah, so they're not, they're not making revenue. They're assuming they're still paying players. They're not making revenue now, are they? Yeah. But I'm assuming they're paying the, the, the players are still going to be there, whether you're paying them or not. So, year off, activating the players again is not your big Activating your administration, your marketing... That's probably your bigger issue. Mm. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. The longer they leave it, activating the players is going to become. Uh-huh. They'll go they somewhere two else. Two years out. I don't think they will. They can't. They can't survive. They wait two years. No sport will. Soccer's they're another one. They're all. They're all. We hear about soccer. Where, where are the NBL players coming from? Yeah. Oh, locally, most G- of them. Junior majority. Yeah, yeah. So. They're, they're, not, they're, they're, they're not disappearing. So you're still going to have your... As long as they're playing. Your production on. Well, that's a whole different issue, though. Mm-hmm. Well, in Melbourne, they wouldn't have been with that. No. No, but they weren't playing footy. They weren't playing cricket. They Where's the biggest number of basketballs in Australia? Melbourne. Victoria. Yep. So, yeah, the, the, the impacts could be... And same with the AFL, for that matter. Well, the, the problem is you lose those. Yeah, around that seven and eighteen year olds. To what at the moment? Well, seven and eighteen year olds just give up sport. Swing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now that they've lost the sport, some go to work. Will be lost to sport. Girls go to work. Yeah, that, 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 that's a shame because they that, haven't that, got a that, job yeah. and they say, "Well, I've got a Saturday. Find a boyfriend. I, I can't play." Basketball. Yeah, no, no, no. And I, that, that's a shame of amateur sport. And that happens across all sports, doesn't it, really? There's a saturation. There is. And they're a professional sport. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Ultimately, because you're not getting that that pipeline of players. I I heard Mark Bosnich talk about it just recently, the the, the drop-off at 18, 19, about 17 to 19 in soccer is massive. But you wouldn't think that, but it is. And Mm. so when the pathway dries up, anyone wants to go to the next level, can't go further, they just keep the sport up. And they might play socially, but they don't play representative. But in, in soccer at 18 and 19, your pathway's already dried up. Well, that's what he's saying they need to address. But, but if you haven't made it by 14, 15, the pathway's there. Mm. It's just you, you you're, you, Europe, you, you're caught on the byway. Sorry, mate. But what, what, if, what if there's someone that develops at 20? And happens. Not that, as much, that but it does seem, That doesn't seem to be the soccer model. No, we're not talking about gymnastics. I mean, I, do, I love the US model, where they actually say, you cannot be drafted. The NBA have gone away from of, of late yeah. with, um, like, guys like one year. Not, not... It'd be one, one yeah. done, they call it. Yeah. yeah. At one college. year of college. Yeah, where, but the NFL, I think you've still got to do your college years. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, well, that's where their draft system comes from. Yeah, yeah so I, I like that concept of actually having to... Fulfil their schooling. Yeah. Yeah. What about a sport like tennis, where you've got some players that have been playing and some players that haven't been playing? Mm. So you... Your yeah, Novaks versus your Rogers. Yeah, or those. Or your Who? Barty's versus Williams or yeah. whatever that be. Um Nothing beats, I would have thought, playing competitive tennis at the top level. So it'd be interesting to see how someone like Barty comes back at the Australian yeah. Open. Um, yeah, obviously she would be. 
training and practicing and all those. Because they're the grand final, wasn't they? The Oval Grand Final. This year, the Oval Cup. But that'll be interesting to see how someone like that, who's number one in the world, actually comes back. Can she uh, perform at the top level straight away? Because that'll be that'll be the first. Her last competition would have been the Australian Open this year, early this year. So it comes down to how, how disciplined they are, whether they keep training hard. I mean, there's no, no, you can't simulate playing in a competition, but you can still be fit. And if yeah. they're not disciplined, they thought, you know, but, we've seen but, a few shots of a drink of the old beer. As Axel said, some of these other guys have been competing. Yeah. 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 So, so you're missing out, potentially. Yeah. But if that competition's weaker, then you're really not missing that much, potentially. Interesting, but he's still world number one. Yeah. Is it real? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's no one number one. And it'd be a so we didn't function of. So do we actually answer the question? Tournament. Should sport be put before, say, business? Well, it, it, well, it, it, or health. It was interesting, and, and not just sport. Why these sports? Because <laughs> right. they, they, these sports are yeah. potentially the most divisive the sports I follow the most. But but they're the most it, followed. Though. There was a, a, an ex Wallaby come out the other day and say. It was the biggest relief in his life to be able to tell someone he was gay, but he couldn't do that while he was playing football. And you guys have both been in locker rooms. I reckon that would be a really, really... If you are gay, it would be a really tough thing to do. Probably more so in regional footy than even in the pros. Certainly in the the male, male... Locker rooms. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Females probably. Yeah, accepted. it's probably a bit more accepted, um, mm. which maybe the males need to take. Yeah, no, I don't. Off. I mean, my era definitely not, but now I'm not so sure. So you, you, well, you, you well, imagine yeah, the same, but you, all, all the leg videos. Mm. So you say uh, heterosexual? They're not gay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you saying that in relation to this year? No. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, why do we pick these sports to come back? Yeah, it's financial and it's... Um, the, fi- the finance thing, though, we, we talk about being an inclusive society. Why did we pick the ones that are probably the most... We didn't pick any free ones. I don't know whether we... Um, did we, did we pick I don't them? think we chose them. I, don't, I think I both think, of I those organisations got their shit together yeah. and said, we've got to get this back for the future of the game, full stop, otherwise... NRL would have been broke, and that would have been it. That's why they pushed so hard and lobbied government. I don't know whether any other sport actually did that. What other sport... Oh, AFL lobbied? definitely was. Well, hey, sorry. Outside of those two, Ra- what other sport... Racing kept going. Racing. Yeah, there's three big ones. So there's three. And that's probably a social thing as well. So right? let's just throw another... So that's why what? I... Could this be another angle? Well, I actually reckon we picked them because... We actually, as a society, invest so much in They are the, the big ones. They're, they're my oh, big ones. Cricket, so, well, so if it had been September, October instead of March, and then it would have been cricket. I mean, Let's just, you send the rates in India. And it would have been women's cricket and men's cricket. India are coming to Australia. Yeah, so no there. quarantine. Yeah, no, they are quarantined. You sure about that? Yeah, that's why they're not going to Queensland. They weren't anymore. going to. Yeah. They're, they're coming to Sydney. So here's another aspect to think about. Were those three sports that we talked about, rugby league, AFL and horse racing. Is a greyhounds running? I haven't heard of any. <laughs> See, they, that's what we should have been watching. The grey, who, no, but anyway, back to the point I was trying to make. Think about this. Gambling money, tax revenue that goes to governments comes from those three major sports. That's why they were approved. That's how we get JobKeeper back. Right. Well, and gambling monies went up during COVID. Yeah, that's so, I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. You're spot on. Because you don't get much spot out of basketball, on. you don't get much out of netball, yep. don't get much out of all the other sports, no, but yeah. you get a lot out of those three. Yeah, booze, booze went up through the roof yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm sure he's got B. chairs. Fosters. <laughs> after all, as soon as COVID hit, after all the tips I've given him over the last few weeks, I'm no wonder. Did, did you see that text from Cotto today, Axel? When I I was at a fiftieth earlier today, and the the fiftieth revolved around um, Derby Day, and we all had to get dressed up as we were going to the races. 
And Cotto texted me and said, do you want some tips? <laughs> I actually did see that and I saw uh, the reply. So, in honour of the fact that State of Origin is about to happen on Wednesday night, um, I've got a bit of origin trivia. I wasn't sure if Kel was going to come prepared after. I do have a bit of trivia after. Here's my one. for, for Three questions I've got for you. Well, three topics. Arthur Beaton. How old was Arthur? How what? Uh, uh, how old was Arthur Beats in his first ever State of Origin game? Thirty-five. What year was it? Thirty-five is correct. Yeah. Where was he playing at the time? He was back at. Wasn't he? Uh, wasn't Redcliffe? Um, he left Parramatta. No, not AE. Yeah, no, he was Parramatta. Pretty sure. Was it Barrow or Roosters in reserve grade? Yeah. That's my question. Uh, Michael O'Connor. How many points did Michael O'Connor score on debut in 1985, game one? 18. How many points did New South Wales 28. How many points did New South Wales score? 28. 18. They won 18 too. Yeah, they scored. He scored all of them. Yeah. On debut, was, I don't think it's been repeated. That, that wasn't the game. No, it wasn't the game with the rain leaking their goal from the sideline. That uh, was awesome. Yeah, yeah. What's his nickname? Snoz. <laughs> right, uh, Cameron Munster, last one. He obviously didn't have enough red wine at lunchtime. Right. Munster was due to debut in 2016. Why didn't he? Munster didn't. Cameron Munster. No, none that simple. What was the name? Um, <laughs> no name. The, the missus from the Munsters. Nah, it's nothing to do with that. Who's playing? Yeah, is that? <laughs> you might it's remember. Dancing. Dancing. You might remember. Is, he, is, he and six other people, players, broke curfew at the origin, uh, um, emerging origin camp. That's right. And they were all sent home and banned for a he year. Said, I forgot about that because he actually tried to break curfew again. The other lady. <laughs> he rang Mal to say, oh, that's right. to ask if he could stay out of the bowl for, for a another few 24 more hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with your trivia, Australian sports, mm-hmm. biggest story of this week. What, what do you reckon it was? Anything to do with Sweden? He's keen on your idea, Connor. I reckon he's going to have to have a serious talk to my AFL, family. AFL Grand. <laughs> AFL Grand Final rated the highest, so I'm going to guess that. No, but like breaking news. Oh. Biggest breaking news this week. Young star picked an Australian side. Is it rugby, was it? Cameron Green. Oh, yes. Cricket. The young cricket. Oh, the 65. Yeah, scored 197 against New South Wales. But he's actually, he originally made it, like his first two first class games, he took five for as a bowler. So, 21 year old, Greg Chappell said, best young cricketer he's seen since Ricky Ponting. What about Steve Smith? Smith, no, no, and, and pe- people who would have seen Steve Smith young, Steve Smith technique. actually made it as a lady. Yeah, he did yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, Steve Smith's um, master of mind over matter. He, he's willed himself yeah. to get to where he got to. Who was the youngest player to ever play for Australia? In cricket, I assume. Yes. Give it 70s yeah. and, and later. Thanks. No respect for history? Oh, he respected never, greatly. Never heard of a guy called Don Bradman? Yeah, but yeah. Oh, I wasn't around to watch him. Ian Craig's a legend. Ian Craig's a legend. Second youngest. Sorry, player. Ian, never heard of you. 
Second youngest player to play for Australia. What do you reckon? Yeah, is it? Current. Yeah, it's, it's probably Current. Steve Smith or someone. Still like playing. Still playing? I'm not going any further than current. Well, he must be still Is he a batter or a bowler? Do you want me to just tell you? No, you want No. No, no, someone like no, Steve Smith. No. no. He was pretty young. Mm. I actually had to have a fair spell out after a couple of oh, days. Oh, uh, pa- pa- uh, Yes. Will. Will. Yeah. Will. Uh, Will. I, I keep thinking Pocock, but it's not that. Um, no, he might have he played rugby. Right right. right. no, 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 he's got mental health issues. Um, this guy? Yes. I don't think so. Huh? Is it Will somewhat? No. Oh, it's not him. Oops. Oh, I thought we could get it right. It's Sorry. not like it can Oh, Still playing guys. today. Still playing, did you say? One man of the match, second test he played, I reckon. Not one of the match, Oh, uh, it wouldn't be lavish, I mean. Who? No. Harris. No. We'll go through the list. I'll find him eventually. David in South Africa. Paddy Cummins. Oh, Paddy right. Cummins. How old mm. was he? He was... 18 years and 193 days. Oh, jeez. thought he was a bit old. Back in his career, he was a young boy. He had five years out. What's that? What, he, yeah, who I'm talking about, though? The batsman. Without that five years out, God knows what he could have been. Kill, you know that batsman I'm talking about? Will. Uh, uh, P- Pukowski from yeah, Victoria. Sorry. So, the oldest player ever, Don Blackie, debuted at 46 years. Bert Ironmonger. 46 years. This guy, you might know, 38 years, debuted against the West Indies. Look, he'd been in Sydney that yeah, series. Yeah, it's either, um, no, it's not Greg Matthews, but it's the other spin bowler. Yeah, no, it wasn't Peter Who. Uh, it was a bloke at the same time. Funky Miller. No, no, no. Just a bit before him, it was oh, Peter yeah, Who's. Well, no. well done. Yeah. Nice. And I know him. Well, How old was he? Up near Gresford. Do you? How old was how was Dutchie? Thirty-eight. Spot on. You told us that. Yeah. Who's the Yeah, she said thirty-eight. You're right. And you rewinded. Oh dear. All right, we're up to a weekly wager. So this week, in uh, the fact that the Melbourne Cup's about to run, and you've had all this time to prepare. I'm, 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 I'm going and with, on. It was my red hot form. I'm actually going on you two and your lovely wives in the team screening competition <laughs> next year. I've got no idea. So what, we, what are we, we're going to do 20 each, aren't we? 20 each on the numbers. Oh, well, you spend it how you want. I'll have a dollar on each. Dollar on every month. So, does it have to be on the Melbourne Cup? Have we got the yep. Melbourne Cup here? Melbourne Cup. It's got to be on the Melbourne Cup. Because I've got money on eight, no deal, and done. Race five, number two. But anyways. So, is the, the field's set? 5.40 it should be, I imagine. Pretty close. Well, I'm going to go number seven. <coughs> Avilius. Avilius at 34 to 1. Is it painted for the Darren Beaven said last night to get on Avilius. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, that's me. Number mm-hmm. 7. And I'm going to go 20 on the nose. And get the $20 on 7. Got it? Yeah. I'm on. Uh, I'm still going to go with the favourite, Tiger Moth. Tiger Moth is number 11. Aren't those numbers the draw? The no, the no, no, that's just the numbers. Just yeah, not the yeah, 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 no, no okay. weights. Well, we, Kelly's probably been studying it. We won't know until probably done. tonight or tomorrow, so we're just going to have to run with it. Run with it. Okay, so it's on... What's the forecast? Any idea? I'm not sure, mate. We can Google it. 
Finch got dropped by is he play for? King Indian. Yeah. What's that gonna do with the horse race? We're at the one minute mark. Uh, one hour mark, by the way. Yeah. All right, I'm going <laughs> Ashram. And, uh, he had a victory today. He did in the Lexus Stakes. Mm-hmm. What's his number? Should be twenty-four. Number twenty-four. What's he paying? Fifteen. Fifteen dollars. Twenty on the nose. Good luck. Good luck with the Melbourne Cup. Should be good. It always is good. I always like the Melbourne Cup. Get there, just, even if you're at work, just get the telly up and watch yeah. it. Yeah. Australian institution. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, what, what about how many public holidays do Victorians get? <laughs> they need all of them at the moment. Uh, well, they need to get the back to AFL work. The Grand Final, the Melbourne Cup. Good government. Go after the other. Yeah. Yeah. They get one for the Grand Prix. <laughs> Probably. No, I don't think so. But yeah, next year. No, just been overlooked. All right, gents. Another good show. We'll see how our bets go next week. Happy we'll sweet. review. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to any further. Bye. Thanks for listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.